you can't just go off and eat sugar and, you know, drink alcohol. I'm not saying that you can't have it once in a while, but get yourself to a weight that should be right for you and then have these as treats, not something you eat on a daily basis. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for your health. Hello, my name is Dr. Sal, and I've been a practicing surgeon for well over 30 years. And my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for your health and affect the way you eat and you live. If you're new here, we release a new episode every week. And if you enjoy the content, would you please leave us a good review? It really helps our ratings and it allows us to reach more people and in turn we can help more people. We'd like to thank you for your support. And on today's episode, we're going to be answering some questions that have been sent in to us and hopefully answer them to the best that we can. So for those of you who have sent those questions in, I'll have some answers for you. So at the end of this episode, I hope they satisfy you. And if you have more questions, please feel free to send more. And for those of you who have not sent any questions, you can send them directly to our podcast and we'll do the best that we can to get to them. So let's dive right into today's HealthQuest podcast. And our first question comes from Shelly from Gross Point, Michigan. And she wants to know more about inflammation and what people can do outside of eliminating sugar from the diet. Well, Shelly, um, when you're trying to heal, and, and I've, I've, I've seen this with a lot of patients, when we have a disorder and I give my patients instructions as to follow the disorder, and this is common with a lot of other physicians as well. So this is stuff that myself and other physicians we talk about. We'll give you a list of five things to do and right away, patients will come up and say, well, can I do one, two, and three and do four and five later on? When it comes to healing, somehow what ends up happening is that everybody wants to put God in a box. And God tells you, this is what you have to do. And we turn around to God and say, well, God, how about if I just do this part and that part? Uh, and I'll skip this part for now and maybe do it later. To, you want to say, okay, we know about inflammation. We know that, you know, this is what causes it, but I'm not going to stop doing it. Can you give me something else to get rid of this inflammation so I can continue eating my sugars? That, that's, that's not how it works, people. You, you know, you, you can't be half pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You either have a tumor or you don't have a tumor. Trying to make things kind of like, you know, let's come to a compromise here isn't going to work. I can recommend some of these, you know, supplements that will help reduce inflammation. There's not a problem with that. But by doing that doesn't mean that you can go off and continue with the lifestyle that you're eating. If you recall from one of the podcasts that we were talking about, we were showing about the bacteria in the gut. And there was a study that was done in collaboration with a Greek university 
where what they were doing is they were treating patients while they were actually giving people uh, plain Greek yogurt three times a week. And with that, they showed an improvement in the gut bacteria. And as a result, these people started losing weight. Now, I, I even said in that podcast, just because I'm making this suggestion doesn't mean that you can continue eating your fast foods, uh, your processed uh, foods as well. You know, just uh, my recommendations is, is to start taking some fish oil. There's a gentleman that goes up to the uh, vitamin shop in Royal Oak, and this guy's 90 years old, and he's, he's really lean. He's really vascular. 90 years old, and every time he goes there, he buys all the vitamin shop brand fish oil, both the orange and the lemon flavored. So you know that when they're out of it, it's because he probably just came in the day before. And this guy, he, that's all he does all day is he drinks this stuff out of the bottle, and he's 90 years old. Inflammation is the underlying key to a lot of these disorders that we talked about in, the, in these episodes, okay? So, you know, you can't just go off and eat sugar and, you know, drink alcohol. I'm not saying that you can't have it once in a while, but get yourself to a weight that should be right for you and then have these as treats, not something you eat on a daily basis. But fish oil, um, I take four tablespoons of fish oil a day, two in the morning, two at night. Help to reduce the inflammation. Uh, turmeric is another source to naturally reduce inflammation. A lot of the Indians and in the Indian cultures, uh, Southeast uh, Asian Indians, use a lot of curcumin, which has a lot of anti-inflammatory um, uh, properties to it. And then berberine, which is another um, herb that helps to reduce uh, gastro gastrointestinal track inflammation and we talked about it talked about that in one of our podcasts so these are my recommendations is your turmeric your fish oil berberine um, there are a lot of herbs out there from clove basil peppermint um, sage rosemary thyme all these herbs that you use to spice up uh, some of your dishes are wonderful and have a lot of great deal of antioxidants and are also uh, have anti-inflammatory properties to them. So, but still, when it comes down to it, don't compromise. Don't think that, well, I'm going to take these supplements, but I'm going to continue the lifestyle that I'm living. The objective is, is to align yourself with God's will. God is telling you, very simple, man. I, I gave you all the cures just in the foods, and that's the natural foods in their natural state. Nothing genetically modified, nothing with all these chemicals on it or colorings. In fact, by the way, just want to let you know that California just passed a law that they're not allowed to use certain colorings that we put in our foods, like our cereals and candies, because of the neurologic disorders that could develop as a result of that. So I hope I answered your question. And uh, if you have any further questions, please feel free to send, send us some more questions on our webpage. So our next question Hales from New Jersey. His name is Ron from New Jersey. What could be done to strengthen our brain power and avoid memory loss or Alzheimer's? Well, Ron, if you had listened to some of my podcasts, we again, a lot of these disorders like dementia, uh, brain fog is all due to this low chronic inflammation that's taking place in our body. Um, we all have this leaky gut. Our body allows certain proteins 
uh, to seep in through the intestinal system into the circulatory system, which then sparks an immune response, which leads to inflammation, which then is like even with gliadin and lipopolysaccharides, these are detrimental and they, they permeate through the blood-brain barrier and start to affect the neurons and the brain cells and alter the uh, neurotransmitters. Uh, helps to build the plaques up, which causes Alzheimer's in the long run. So reducing inflammation is one of the key factors. Again, we go off and your, your fish oil and your turmeric really helps out in that. Uh, the ways to build strength is to keep the mind constantly active, whether it's doing puzzles, reading. Uh, you know, th there was a great uh, TED Talk with an, it was called the 92-year-old bodybuilder. And this 90-year-old man um, was saying how we all retire at 55 and 60 years of age when we're really at the best in our life. I mean, we, we've got some life experience. We've got some knowledge. We should really be starting our lives off at 60 years of age. Um, and he kept himself physically active, reading, writing, uh, taking classes. Uh, there's a friend of mine, uh, he just got his master's in law. And there was an 82-year-old attorney who went back to law school to get his uh, LLM is what it's called. And I guess that's your master's in law. So keeping yourself active, reading, um, just, just don't sit around watching TV all day. That's, that's a mindless thing. And, and you'll start to get a lot of negative communications from television um, that just doesn't really do you any benefit uh, long term, either physically by sitting around and watching hours of TV or uh, intellectually. So again, reducing inflammation, uh, keeping a good, healthy gut uh, helps reduce uh, a lot of that. You know, keep yourself uh, open-minded. One of the other things that I didn't mention, which is really important, and we noticed this about centurions, is socialization. So if you take the blue zone, and these are countries that are within an area around the world, and most of them are islands. Uh, one is Okinawa, Japan, the southern part of Japan. There is uh, Ikaria, or Ikera, Ikeria, uh, which is in the Mediterranean. It's one of the islands of Greece, which is the further east, just 30 miles west of the Turkish border. Uh, Sardinia, Italy, Loma Linda, California. And it's the way these people eat and their lifestyle that these people naturally live to be 100 years old. One of the other areas that I want to mention is the Hunza province of northeast Pakistan, where if you die at the age of 92, it's like dying at 62 here in the United States. I mean, everybody lives to be over 100 years old. Of course, these people live up in the mountains. They, they don't, they're not surrounded by any industries. Their, their soils have not been uh, intoxicated with the chemicals and the byproducts that come out of these um, factories. These people eat everything natural, all organic. They're physically active. They live up in the mountains. So when you go to the American Academy of Anti-Aging Conferences, we talk a lot about these cultures and these civilizations and what they eat and what they do. And then we transfer that and saying, well, this is what we have to do. So yes, in America, I do take supplements. I take a lot of supplements because even our foods, even though you're eating healthy, our foods just don't have all the nutrients that you might see in some of these other areas, the way they grow them. Um, 
the best time to eat any kind of vegetable or fruit is a day or two before it's ripe or after it ripens while it's on the tree. Uh, picking the fruits off the tree two weeks before they're actually ripe doesn't allow for all the nutrients to get into that fruit or vegetable uh, in its appropriate time. So that's why supplements are important. Um, taking a lot of the antioxidants, your vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E. Uh, these are very powerful antioxidants to take as supplements on the side. So, Ron, I hope we answered your uh, question. Uh, if you have any further questions, please uh, refer to it on our website. Uh, the, the next question, and uh, I believe this will be our, our last question because of the time constraint, is uh, Laura, who hails from Rhode Island. And her question is, is um, Dear Dr. Sal, I have an aunt who's in her 50s and she's had numerous uh, surgeries for a disorder known as malrotation. She's now left with a colostomy bag and they've removed so much of her intestines that she has a difficult time uh, absorbing the nutrients from the foods. Could you help me in regards to some recommendations she feels that she's on her last limb and feels like she wants to let go. And I would like to keep her around because I love her so. So malrotation is somewhat of a, a congenital disorder. And what happens is we're kind of born with a improper development of the intestines. And we start noticing this in childhood where the intestines actually starts to twist on, on itself. And then um, it could develop into what is known as volvulus. And that is where it stays there for a prolonged period of time. And it cuts off the blood supply to that particular area of the intestines and it starts to die off or necrosis. Um, the, the, the symptoms that these children usually have is severe pain, bloating. Uh, you get a specific x-ray. Uh, whether it's a conventional x-ray, a CAT scan, or even an ultrasound, you see a distension of the intestines or the stomach proximal or prior to the area where it's twisted on itself. And in cases like that, the treatment is emergency surgery. And what they have to do is the doctors have to do what we call laparotomy, where they open you up from the sternum down to the pubis, literally open you up completely and hopefully find that area of the intestine in an untwist it and hopefully set it back in a way so it doesn't twist on itself again. If, however, it's been a prolonged period of time and you have necrosis or death of that tissue, then that tissue has to be cut out and then they reapproximate the intestines. Now, if you've had multiple surgeries uh, and you've had a lot of your intestines removed, it gets to the point where they do put a colostomy bag, especially if the lower GI tract, which is your large intestines, uh, gets injured and that has to be removed, where now you can't absorb the fluid out of the food uh, products or waste that's going down into your colon. And so these are people that end up with watery stools that are continuous. So they put a, a colostomy bag is what it's known. Um, and it, it's not comfortable for the patients because the fear of going to a restaurant, if that bag starts to leak, it's an embarrassing situation. So a lot of these people feel very uncomfortable. They don't go out in public. Uh, they stay home. That in and of itself has its 
underlying psychological disorders. So one of my recommendations, Laura, for your aunt is we try a couple of things. Number one, there is the elemental diet, uh, which if you if you look that up on the internet, you'll find a number of products. What it is, it's it's uh, powdered foods uh, that give you all these nutrients that comes in an easy form that you could blend with, let's say, water, um, where it doesn't have to be digested and it's easily absorbed. But again, certain areas of the intestines absorb different uh, food products uh, Parts like amino acids get absorbed in certain areas, vitamins and, and minerals get absorbed in certain areas, and if those areas are taken out, then it, it makes it difficult to absorb even that. The other thing that I recommend is a central line, and we used to do this in general surgery, um, where we would put in a central line where we could feed, it's called uh, total peripheral nutrition. And there's amino acids and free fatty acids. At least you're getting fat and proteins that way. Uh, the only thing with that is, is that line would have to be changed uh, every so often. I don't know if they can do that through a port, which is what they do for cancer patients with chemotherapy, because those ports can stay in for months on end and maybe uh, be able to treat her by giving her the total peripheral nutrition by that route itself. You know, my objective was always to help people heal. I felt that that was God's calling for me. There comes a time, however, where no matter what we do in the medical community, both conventional and integrative, that there's, there's nothing left that we can do. And at this point, people sometimes realize that what's important to them is not the repair or the building of their physical health in so much as their spiritual growth which becomes very important. Um, if you take a look at, at Christ, uh, here's, a, here's a man that at the time of his passion, he was betrayed by his friends, he lost everything, they beat him physically and they hung him on a cross and then he was humiliated and betrayed by everybody. In today's world, we would call that a loser. But in that lowest state of being, that's where victory was actually won. And it's almost like drawing the string of a bow back. You know, people think, well, you're going backwards. You're going backwards. You're going backwards. And so the physical body may now be deteriorating, but hopefully your aunt will be seeing things from the light that this is a process that's helping her grow spiritually, getting closer to God knowing Christ and, and eventually when you let go of that bow or that string to that bow, that that arrow now pursues a different route into the spiritual realm and ascends into the higher spheres of heaven. And so we try to do everything that we possibly can in accordance with God's will as far as restoring health as opposed to treating diseases with drugs that just treat the disease but never cure it but the in a case like this we start to realize that there is glory in sometimes letting go of things from this realm that we're in and that the suffering 
through this type of illness actually is what allows us or fuels the growth with our relationship with God. And with that, I like, I like to thank all of you who sent in those questions. It's, it, it really means a lot to me. Uh, I think we're going to start doing more of this because I, I really enjoy interacting uh, with people. My objective is, is to help my fellow man. That was my calling. And as a physician, it's to help uh, people heal. So thank you for, for the questions. I, I hope I answered them the best I could. You could refer to some of the episodes that we've talked about because that'll give you a little bit more information as to how to reduce some of these uh, these problems. And we, we'll be addressing more of these issues too as well in the future. Um, I do get a little bit emotional, particularly when we're talking about someone uh, closer towards uh, the end of life. It's important to me um, to see things. And maybe you've noticed that my, my voice started to lower uh, because when we do talk um, in regards to the spiritual aspect of our lives, it's, it, it brings me to a different level. And um, I just hope that you enjoyed this episode. And uh, thanks again for joining us. If you have any other questions, please send them in through the webpage. Uh, some of these uh, questions that you may have may be answered just by listening to our podcast. So tune in. Give us a good review. And with that, I'm Dr. Sal. Have a great day and God bless.